Hello, hello. Welcome to POV or My Therapist, the podcast where I vent, you listen, and you do not get paid. I am Divine, your host. Hey. Hi. And um, I know it's not Friday, but <laughs> we're posting today anyways. Okay, listen. Listen. Listen, this is what happened to me this weekend. I'm about to tell you what happened to me this weekend. Um, I knew I was supposed to post on Friday. I knew that. Could I get myself to? No, I couldn't. What did I end up doing instead? I ended up having a slight mental breakdown. I was insufferable, to say the least. Literally had my mom in the room and then my friend on FaceTime. Because once again, in the midst of, I don't know what, I decided to change my closet around again. Um, And I think we've talked about this before, but my closet is slash office slash filming where I film. So I didn't really like how it was because the way it was right now, you're going to hear so much noise because my cat is at the window about to fucking pounce on some birds he can't even reach. But the way it was, I had my desk in the middle of the room and then I had my dresser drawers behind me. Every time I got up to do something... I bumped into the dresser drawer. Everything was just constantly in the way of each other. And I just, I was starting to get really annoyed. I was feeling claustrophobic. Every time I had to film like anything for TikTok, I I had to like kind of position myself really weird because, sorry, I was just kind of too far from the sun and it was just getting on my nerves. So in like the heat of the moment, I decided to, I'm going to move everything around and I'm going to make it a better layout, which I managed to do. But then I kind of was like, damn, I still don't like my shooting space, like for the podcast. Granted, I haven't shot an episode for the podcast for a while. I shot one um, for the episode last week, but I don't even know if I published that episode last week. But I just know that I did not like the way it looked. I didn't like what I was talking about. I'm incredibly uninspired, which is one of the things we're going to talk about today. It's just being fucking uninspired. Um, and I I put everything back and, and you know, I kind of like sat on it. And then I was like, mm, I don't like the way it looks. It looks kind of cheap, whatever. So I call my friend, call my mom in my room. And I'm like, hello, can you guys give me some advice? Why did this turn into a drag divine session? (laughs) Okay, it wasn't like a drag divine session, but it really was like a, babe, it was kind of like an intervention, I'm not even going to lie. It really was like a, this is what you need to do. You really need to get it together because you cannot give up on your podcast. And I was like, I want to quit. And they're like, you can't. And I'm like, but I I can actually. Um, You guys don't tell me what to do. And they were like, well, we are right now because you're wrong. And I was like, okay, I'm listening. Not really, but like I'm listening. And they were like, you haven't done the podcast consistently. That's not really, that's not right. That's not, it's not fair to your listeners. And, you know, really, really telling me the truth here of what I did not want to hear. And I'm like, halfway to tears because I'm like, I know, I just hate fucking doing it. I hate talking to myself. I hate the and they're like, we know, but like, there's a solution for all of these problems. You just have to come up with it. And I'm like, yeah, but all of these solutions like need money. And they're like, we know, but like, you need to decide, like, you need to make a decision. Like you need to get your shit together. And I'm like, <laughs> and at one point my friend was like, <laughs> cause I was telling her, I don't like the editing portion. I hate the posting on TikTok like posting the podcast on TikTok portion, all of the, like, I was telling them all the nitty gritty of the shit I hated. And they were like, um, well, why don't you hire an editor? And I'm like, what? I'm like, you guys have such nerve. 
I'm like, who is going to pay for said editor? And my friend started laughing and she was like, oh, well, it's not like you just made a big ass purchase. I'm like, yeah, thank you. I'm really happy we get to go, go places with my car now. But, you know, that was the money for the editor if there would have been one. Anyways, so sitting there having this slight mental whatever and you know we're, we we kind of start unpacking we're doing a lot of unpacking and we come to the conclusion that probably which you know is something that I kind of know about myself but I don't like to admit is that my space really determines my mental it determines my mental state like my space humongous influence on how my mental is working and then that transforms into how I'm you know, how I'm performing creatively, how I'm, you know, am I being consistent? Like, am I doing the things I want to do? And, you know, my room is nice and clean, whatever. Um, my house is done, which is a really nice thing to have. But of course, everything always comes with its problems. And I think I told you a couple of weeks ago, I moved my fucking studio from upstairs down here because the sound situation was gnarly. It was insane. So, now my studio is downstairs, blah, 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 blah. Well, like, I don't care for how it looks. Like, it's just blah. It's not me. It's not divine. And, like, I am so annoyed with myself sometimes when I think about that. Because I'm like, I wish I was one of those people that, like, you know men, how, like, they don't. They they just put a fucking bed on the floor and they're like, we're good, shoddy. We're good. Like, I don't need a fucking bed frame. No. I need a bed frame. I need a box frame and I need two matching nightstand tables with two matching lamps um, with two matching jewelry holders on each side. So no matter where I fall asleep on the bed, I can just take my rings off and put them in there. I need coasters matching on each side. So, you know, like it's a whole thing. I need matching curtains. I need a hug for my foot to land. I'm very much that person. Which, you know, I, I don't, I would never claim I have OCD because I do not. But those are just like little quirks in my personality. And whether I like to admit it or not, I start tweaking. I start tweaking when them things is not happening. And I start acting out. Like, it's really fucking, like, I am predictable, apparently. I don't like to admit that. But I am apparently very predictable. Like, sometimes when I'm like really in a shit mood. And I'm like, just being a fucking ass. And then my mother's like, your room is messy, isn't it? And I'm like, uh, yeah, what about, what the fuck about it? And she's like, well, why don't you go clean your room and see how the fuck you feel, princess? And I'm like, but I don't really want to. And then I clean my room and I'm like, wow, <laughs> what a beautiful life we live. What a beautiful life. Like shit like that. And right now, the reason why I feel like I'm literally, you know what I feel like? I feel like when you get into a fight with somebody and you can't make eye contact with them, that's kind of how I feel about the podcast at this moment. Because, like, I can sit here and I can do non-visuals, but it's like, also like in a marketing standpoint, in a very technical standpoint, I am alienating, like, two very important audiences by doing that. I'm alienating YouTube and I'm alienating TikTok. 
you know, where I have 150 something thousand followers on TikTok. And then I'm alienating YouTube where I have 3000 subscribers there. So it's like, I'm alienating a lot of people by not being able to get my shit together and film the podcast. And I'm kind of keeping it very small and condensed by kind of locking us in this room together, even though we're having quite a lot of fun. But it's just been like, uh, it's just been something that I've been thinking about a lot. So like visuals and all of that is really important to me because I think like I am a person who is a feast for the eyes. Like I love something that I can just sink my teeth into visually and really, uh, and just get excited about. So my friend was like, make a mood board. We're going to make everything look really nice. We're going to get it all together. And then my mom was like kind enough to, she was like, your closet, your closet. And she fucking let me tell you what she did she came into my apartment last night as like to call it because I pretty much have my own apartment literally I have my own section of the house she came into my apartment and she did not this is what she said this is what happened okay this is exactly what happened I'm in bed all right I have a migraine I'm on my period okay also a major factor in this we'll get into that later I'm on a period. I'm in bed. I have my sleeping mask on. My cat is laying on my head like he's a, um, like he's a ice pack. That's what he does. He's laying on my head. You know, I have the eye mask on, but like just slightly flipped up so I can read enough of my Kindle. And she walks in the room and I, I hear her walking there. I think, I think she's about to tell me something very important. She's walking with so much purpose. And then she goes, she literally goes, you know, you you need, you need another armoire. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? She's like, yes, you need two armoires. I'm like, what are we talking about here? What are we talking about here? She's like, you don't have enough space for your clothes. I'm like, girl, what? I'm like, I have never brought this up to you, like ever. She's like, you, you don't have enough space for your clothes. Every time you do laundry, it's like you have a mental breakdown and like Loki at this point I'm like am I talking to Wendy Williams like what is going on (laughs) that's not funny but I don't know if you've seen the clips of Wendy and she's like she's talking to her assistant and she's like um we need to go through my closet and you need to get liposuction I think you should get liposuction you're very pretty in the face get up because she has dementia it's not funny it's not funny but that's what it reminded me of because she just walked into my room and she was like you need another armoire when you do laundry you have a mental breakdown and then i was like what is this what like let's 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 pull and string together a sentence what are we talking about she was like oh i was just thinking about how you know you're in such a shitty mood today and then it's because you did laundry this morning and now you've abandoned your clean laundry in the laundry room and you don't want to go get it because you have nowhere to fucking put it and I'm like, okay, this is very true, but I am also very migrainey at the moment, and I would like peace and quiet, thank you. And she was like, we'll, we'll reconvene tomorrow. I'm like, thank you so much. Um, but yeah, so that's like a whole thing. So my space is very important to me, all that being said. But she graciously was like, you, because there's a living room that we don't really use, and she was like, you can turn that into your studio. Um, she was like, but I need a concise plan of what the fuck you plan to do. She's like, if you want to paint, paint, if you want to do whatever, do it, but you have to start it and finish it. And I'm like, okay. And then the whole time she's saying this, I'm like, really, I'm feeling very thankful. Cause that's really nice. You know, cause 
that's really nice, like point blank period. But at the same time, I'm thinking like, oh my God, like what if I do all of this and then that's still not the medicine to what ails me? That still doesn't fix me hating to do the podcast. That still doesn't hate the distance that I've created in between me and this thing that once I start doing it, I love it. I love sitting here and talking to you, but I simply cannot, I have a hard time bringing myself to do it. And it's like, and I've come up with all of these excuses as to why. I've told myself that, you know, one of the reasons is because it's a lot of talking. But that's, you know, I love fucking talking. I can't yap. I'm a yapper. I'm a yapping ass bitch. I yap, 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 yap all day. My favorite activity is to yap. I love small yapping. I love big yapping. I love all yapping. I love yapping in the morning, yapping at the night. I love all types of yapping. So I'm like, yapping's not the problem. Okay. But then I'm like, Another issue is maybe then I'm like, you know, maybe yapping might not be the issue, but potentially it could be that once I yap, I have to watch myself yap. I got to edit the yapping from an hour and a half down to 42 concise fucking minutes. And then I got to upload the yapping to several platforms. And then, you know, when it's video, I have to edit the yapping and then I have to see my face while I'm yapping, which currently I talked about this a little bit in the last episode I have a slight issue with my appearance at the moment as I gained a lot of weight this year and now I'm starting to shed it off and I'm just I I had a moment where I did not recognize the lady that I was speaking that was yapping when I was editing so I was having a slight I don't even want to call it body dysmorphia but just I don't because body dysmorphia is like oh you know you're you're not seeing yourself for what you truly are. Non bitch, I was seeing myself for what I truly was. And it was giving very much big back. And I know I'm big back, you know, but this was given large, extra large, big back, big back. Moon, get off the microphone, please, young man. It was given big back, you know, just big back, just huge hump back, you know, just a lot of it. So, and the thing was like, I just, I didn't, you know, when it comes to weight, oh my fucking God, my cat is trying to pull out my, my little baby hairs in my kitchen right now. Whoop! There he went. <laughs> I don't know if you heard that, but he just, he just fell. He just fell like it was a fucking cartoon. Anyways, um, I don't know if you're like this, but you know, if you're a person who their weight fluctuates a lot, right? Over my life, I think I've, in my adult life, right? I've been a hundred pounds less and I've been 60 pounds more than I am now. That's a big fucking difference. And I fluctuated in those 160 pounds. That's a lot of weight. I fluctuated back and forth between that. And I have a, an issue. I have insulin resistance. So, you know, if I am not constantly working out, I am constantly gaining weight. Doesn't matter how little I eat. Doesn't matter how much I eat. And I actually had a conversation with my doctor the other day that really put things into perspective for me. Because I've talked about this a little bit on the podcast. I've talked about being on a GLP-1, which is a weight loss drug. I'm on like a generic version of Ozempic. And... One thing that really kind of she made me understand was because like I didn't I was like, okay, I I get what I'm on. I understand the drug I'm on. I understand how it affects my body. I understand all of these things. But 
I just don't understand why it's working versus when I'm dieting and that's not working. I'm very confused as to that. Because, you know, I've done calorie reduction and now at this point I've done it to where I'm eating like 300 less calories than I'm eating now and I'm losing weight now, but I wasn't losing weight then. So I'm like, what the fuck is that? Like, what's what's going on here? And one thing she made me understand was that when you're on this type of drug, it does something that it releases a hormone. Okay, let me try to explain this as cohesively as I can. So once you reach a certain weight, you are not gaining fat cells, okay? So you're not gaining fat cells. You already have all the fat cells you're going to have in your body. Okay, so if you're a skinny person and you gain 100 pounds, you gained 100 pounds worth of fat cells, okay? At some point in gaining weight, your those fat cells, do you're not adding more fat cells. Those fat cells start to get bigger. So your fat cells start to expand. So for the first couple, like once you've kind of reached that precipice where your fat cells are expanding and you're not adding more fat cells, you get to a point where when you're losing weight, you're losing dimension of those fat cells and then you start losing the fat cells so that's happening right but when you've gotten to that point and your fat cells are expanding your body starts to not really acknowledge reduce like reduction in calories okay that hormone that tells your body "Ooh, we're eating less calories we need to burn fat when you start eating less calories your body's like oh my god we're starving we need to go in starvation mode we need to protect ourselves so instead of losing weight because you're on a calorie restrictive diet your body it either just stalls and is like i'm not losing shit girl because clearly we're in the apocalypse or your body actually starts making the fat cells what bigger so it can live a little bit longer and it's like what the fuck so that was one thing that made me understand and now you know I understand like why I'm losing weight and I'm eating a little bit more than I would have on a calorie restricted diet so all of that being said I'm like, okay, this is working. I'm really happy with how things are going. I'm really happy with being able to lose weight. I'm really happy that, you know, I've had this knee injury for a long time. It's given me a lot of problems, but it's starting to feel a lot stronger. Like I'm starting to feel a lot better. I'm starting to, that fogginess that I had, not there. My depression's getting a lot better, all this stuff. And, but while that is happening, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm looking sexier. You know, the ass getting a little plumper. It's making me kind of want to, like, sounds so silly, disappear, you know, and then come back. Like, oh, my God, the, the, the caterpillar went into the cocoon, and then the butterfly is coming out, and she's like, I am coming out. Like, that's kind of what I want to do. Like, I kind of want to hide and then, like, pop out. But it's like, no, because that means, like, you're waiting to look a certain way to do things, and you need to do things no matter how you look you cannot let the way that you look stop you from doing the things that you want to do in life you're you might look better in six months than you look now all right but that shouldn't stop you from being here being present 
That doesn't mean, you know, recluse, even though sometimes reclusion is a very good thing. But I feel like I've been flirting with being a recluse a lot this year. And I think that's very evident in how I've kind of dealt with this podcast. And like one thing I want to say because of that, like I'm still continuing to try. I still am really trying my hardest because I love this podcast and I don't want to give up on it at all. And I think because of that, like the regular schedule that I've had in my end this process for the last couple months I feel like I've kind of just I am just gonna I I have just thrown that out of the window because I've taken so many breaks so it's like normally you know I do the podcast until now I'd take either December or January off and then I'd go full force until like uh July June or July and then I'm gone for like uh July August and then come back in September no July, August, September, and then I come back in October, I think because I've taken, you know, so much time off, so many breaks, blah, 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 that that whole, you know, not really podcasting throughout the summer, I think I'm just going to find a different way to podcast through the summer and then probably take a break for November, December, January for like the holiday season because I love the podcast. I do. I love it very much. It's just I have to reignite that spark and I have to resettle myself. I have to continue to progress. Oh my God, my computer just threatened to shut off. That was a heart attack. I have to continue to progress to keep things exciting. This is why, you know, 20 years into a marriage, people decide to bring in a third. (laughs) That was a joke. That was a joke. That's why people start swinging. You know, that's why they start putting loofers on their cars at retirement places you know so that you know that's just been what I've been thinking about I've not given up on her she's alive I I fully I love her I think about her every day the podcast I think about her every day and um it's just a matter of really getting my thoughts together and getting it together but I have a small community of people that are helping me do that and I think it's going to be for the better. So it's been a slow process and trying to get my shit together. This is like the slowest I need to get my shit together, get together that I've ever gone through. But it's I think it was necessary. I just think it is. Um, but also the other thing I'm going to do with this episode is I'm kind of going to intertwine, um, you know, the segment that I do on Wednesdays, text my therapist, which is I kind of talk about pop culture a little bit. And I am going to talk about pop culture. Okay. Um, and I already know that the, the next episode I do on camera, I have to talk about Risa Tisa because I know by the time I talk about it, it'll be old news. I don't care. I don't care. But I have thoughts and I've been ruminating on these thoughts. Okay. And when the time comes, I'm going to air my thoughts. All right. So that being said, just being, staying wait for that. But um, the next segment of this episode of the podcast, I'm going to talk about what I've watched recently, what I'm listening to and what I'm reading. I want to jump into what I'm reading right off the bat because y'all, I was fucking right about my theory with Kindles. Kindles make you read more. Okay, reading on an iPad makes you read more. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. I think my brain, I am an iPad baby. I think I'm an iPad kid. And I think I mean that in the sense that I'm able to concentrate when I'm look when there when that blue light is poisoning me. 
I just feel like I'm able to concentrate a little bit better because when I have a book in my hand and I'm trying to read that shit, boy, I am yawning. I'm, I'm my mouth is getting a little saucy. You know, when, when the sleep just starts tasting real good in your mouth, that's what happens to me when I start reading a book. It doesn't matter how good the book is. And it's hard for me. It is so hard for me to get through a book. Sometimes it'll like, bitch, it took me a whole summer to get through Gone Girl. What the fuck? It took me three months to get through that shit. And I'm not, I'm not stupid. Like, I'm not a slow reader. Like, when we did popcorn in classroom, I, you know, I really excelled. But as I've gotten older, my attention span has just gone to shit and is now nil. So I would, like, watch all my friends who are, like, reading through these books. Like, 50 books a fucking year. I have one friend. This bitch must be a demon. Because she read 50 books last year and they were all paper books. (laughs) girl what I could not I literally could not but the thing is I knew that you know I could read for a long time because you give me a 10,000 word New Yorker article I'm eating that motherfucker up I'm fucking oh I'm eating it up and especially if that shit is juicy I'm eating it up so because I'm a fucking geezer I had to call my friend to explain to me how to use the Kindle app on my iPad I know Uh, And once she explained that shit to me, I was, I hit the ground running. I found the juiciest book I could find because I was like, if I'm really going to do this, I need to jump headfirst into gossip, into receipts, timelines, all of it. I need the gossipiest, juiciest, messiest, with a murder book that I can find. Okay? So I found it. And that book was called The Arrangement. And this book is by Kirsten Modlin. Okay, reading this book, I knew she was a redhead before I even looked up her picture because she's just a messy bitch. She's just a messy ass bitch, y'all. This book is so convoluted. <laughs> Plot wise, is it the best thing I've ever read? No, you know. Not really a sophisticated plot, but it will feel that need for gossip, for mess, for juiciness. It absolutely will, okay? I had been on a bender watching Modern Family for like the longest time. So when I started reading this book and I read the initial description of the the husband in the story, y'all, I absolutely pictured Phil Dunphy for the majority of the story. So I'm going to read you the uh, log line. Let me see. Where can I go to read the log line? Um, okay. Anyways, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about it because I don't know. I don't know how to navigate the Kindle app. Shoot me. Okay. So the story is about this couple and they're a couple years into their marriage and they decide that they are going to explore okay, that they're going to open up their marriage and they're going to start seeing other people. Insanity ensues, as you can. Like, I am a firm believer that the minute you open open up your marriage, somebody's going to die. I'm so fucking serious. (laughs) I'm so serious. You watch any true crime story, okay, what do they start talking about? An affair. Somebody was having an affair, okay? They opened up their marriage, they wanted to see other people and Kai. And then what happens? A murder. Yeah, a murder. Okay. So I knew it right off the bat. Right off the bat. I knew it. Okay. So it was supposed to be fun. That was the log line. It was supposed to be fun. Just a little bit of fun. Just a little bit of freaky dicky fun. 
now somebody's dead. Okay. So, read that one, ate that shit up. Okay. Because it was full of mess. I love that shit. And then um, there's a second book, but I will not be doing that to my neurons because I felt by the time, I would say three-fourths of the book was really good. That final one-fourth of the book, I felt like I lost brain cells. Not going to lie to you. Not going to lie to you. Second book I read immediately after is called Bad Summer People. Okay. This one was fun. This one was really fucking fun because you guys know I love a murder i love murder we have a murder immediately in the book murder okay but then i'm reading the book like a quarter way through the book the murder has not happened yet it's just a bunch of people fucking each other's husbands and cheating on their wives okay and fucking people and i'm like girl when is somebody gonna die okay so took a little while to get to the murder but the build-up was really good and then when we got to the murder Shit got really fucking juicy. You know how some books you can skip the epilogue? I don't know if that's a universal thing or maybe that's just what I did uh, growing up. But I would skip the epilogue. Um, This is one of the books that you cannot skip the epilogue. Okay? Reading the epilogue, I literally... (gasps) It was gasp after gasp after... (gasps) Oh my God. And then the book ended. And then in my head... (laughs) I forgot all the misdeeds, all the plot holes, okay, all the half-baked characters. I'm logging into Amazon going five fucking stars, typing, this is the best book I've read all year. Loved it. Aptly named Bad Summer People. And then, you know, I hit submit and then I'm like, oh shit, I forgot about that chapter where that thing happened and then that other thing happened. And the... But I really enjoyed it. And even till now, can I remember those plot points? No, but I remember the plot twist. Sure did. Sure did. Okay. Um, also, if you hear something that sounds like the whipping of a horse tail, it's my ponytail that's just gotten so fucking long. You know, it's just so long. Like it's just creating its own wind turbine, you know, um, Anyways, so now I'm currently reading The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Book talk put me on. Fine. Um, Have. Do I have a solid, uh, you know, consensus yet? No, I'm 52% of the way done. And currently I'm getting slightly agitated because she's just gotten married yet again. You know, I'm not spoiling anything by saying she's married yet again. The book is called The Fucking Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Uh, you know, I'm I'm on the fourth husband. And at this point, I'm like, wait, there's not a husband we can just like skip over. Because I did not know we were really going to go through each and every single one of the husbands. I know the book title. I get it. But this is really about this lady and her seven husbands um hmm so i'm gonna get through that one because i just hope that there's more to this book than what i have read being halfway through so if you're like oh but the big plot twist i'm like i kind of already know the plot twist at this point i'm just like what the fuck is gonna happen there at the end i'm really confused i can't see where this book goes like besides we have three husbands left to cover so I was considering not finishing it, but I am going to finish it just because I don't want to miss out on like something super duper juicy and then be devastated, you know, as one is when they miss out on a really juicy secret. 
So what I've watched recently, also if you have any recommendations, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I know you can do this. If you're on Spotify, you can also leave a little thing. I'll update it right now. But just leave me book recommendations in the reviews. Tell me what you're reading, what you read, what you loved. Let me know. I'm in my reading girl era, okay? Also in my podcast listening era, okay? Um, But recently I watched Upgraded, which is that movie with Camila Mendez. And Camille Mendez, I think, or Camila Okay, I think it's Camille. Camille Mendez on Amazon. So good. It's about this girl. She gets on a plane and then she gets upgraded to first class. And then she, you know, she just tells a little lie. She just tells a little white lie to a very cute boy sitting next to her. And it's like, who of us have not told a slightly little vacation lie? Okay? It's called a vacation lie. All right? You get on a plane, you're a new person, you're going overseas. Your identity has been left behind. When I get on the plane, and because I full-hearted, manifesting will happen. I'm so sick and tired of my finances, whatever. This year, I'm going to pay off my car, okay? I already said that. It's going to fucking happen. I already know it. And I'm going to Mexico for my birthday. You think when I get on that flight to go to Mexico for my birthday, I'm getting on the flight as divine? No, I'm getting on the flight as fucking like Davina or like Esmeralda or like maybe I'll be like, you know, I'll be really different and I'll change my name to like Sabre or something. You know, I'm not who I was on American soil. Thank you. So she just told a little white vacation lie. Did she know that it would upend her life? No, and I don't blame her. Okay. One thing I will say, Camille Mendes she was made for this shit. She is such a talented actress. Like, mm, I take that back because that's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is she's so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. She's super fun to watch. She's like, she just has like that kind of face that pulls you in, number one. But also, I think her personality shines through in everything she does, which is why I'm not saying she's like a really great actress, because I think what makes her characters is one, she picks really great roles. And then two, her personality shines through in everything she does. And I think that's why I really like her. Loved it. Watching it, it was giving me my best friend's wedding. It was giving me like a 90s rom-com. It was really good. She kind of is reminiscent of like a young Julia Roberts. She's really giving that to me. She's giving that to me and I love it. Okay. Next thing I watched, I watched this yesterday as I was fucking answering emails and I had a huge thought. I had an epiphany. This It's a documentary on Netflix, exclusively on Netflix called Can I Tell You a Secret? The shit was horrendous. It's true crime doc about this person who puts these women through hell he is a stalker he's like a severe stalker he takes their pictures online he makes like fake profiles of them he's like messaging their family and friends as them like sending salacious sexual messages to their bosses to their friends dads like multiple times these poor girls would have like some old crusty friends dad reach out to them and be like i'm sorry it's british this is really important to let you know it's happening in britain okay 
like this old crusty man will be like, I'm sorry, I've been texting you thinking it's you because, you know, this person sent me nude pictures of you. And you're like, what? Nude pictures? And then the girl is realizing that this person has these pictures of her that they're sending. Like, it's horrible. And, like, they basically collapse your whole community system where, like, they were ruining relationships, like, left and right and left and right. Like, it was really bad. Like, it was just really bad. Like, it wasn't just stalking. It wasn't just catfishing as a person. It was straight up, like, disassembling this person's community one by one by one by one. Really malicious, really devious, time-consuming shit. Again, time-consuming shit. That requires a lot of dedication. And it's so malicious. Okay? And, you know, I'm watching this. I'm like, bro. Like, because, you know, I've watched a couple of, like, these stories that are based off of Britain. Like, these true crime stories. And they're always really, like, fucking malicious, devious, time-consuming, intertwined like very difficult to like root out the source like this shit is like very extravagant like it is a lot of time and dedication to like ruining a person's life and I'm watching this and I'm like bro like what the fuck is going on over there in England like what the fuck is going on with these dudes and then it hit me and then it hit me they can't buy guns they can't buy guns so these guys that would have been mass shooters no fucking lie about it would have been mass shooters are now like causing widespread chaos through the internet and like ruining lives that way and like it hit me like 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 a fucking rocket ship i was like holy shit they can't buy guns they can't commit mass murder so they're getting fucking creative all right so i watched that and then you know after i finished that i was just fucking stunned for a hot minute um, and that's what I've been watching. And then moving on to what I've been listening, I've been listening to Up and Vanished, which is a true crime doc, uh, sorry, true crime podcast by, uh, Tenderfoot TV, a podcast, uh, podcast, a, uh, a podcast studio network based out of Atlanta. And it's really good. Um, it's like investigative journalism, really good shit. I don't know what I learned from this. I don't know why I listen to so much true crime. I really don't. Um, but I will say that this season and the last season as well focused on missing indigenous women in Alaska. And I was watching True Detective, which I have two episodes left of this most recent um most recent season which is also set in Alaska which is you know also on the what I'm watching list and I think there's something really I don't know what it is and I'm, I'm gonna try to put it into grown-up words right now so True Detective season one took place in the south all right um True Detective season five takes place in Alaska um this ep- this season of Up and Vanish takes place in Alaska Indigenous people of Alaska, Indigenous people of Alaska, True Detective, Up and Vanished. Season one of True Detective takes place in the South. Lots of Creole people, lots of, um, you know, black people, lots of pain, 
um, lots of colonizer, uh, you know, history there. Lots of slave history in the South, all of that. And season one of True Detective, there's like this mystic feeling about it. Season five of True Detective, they're very like kind of in your face with the supernatural stuff. And I'm kind of still waiting for it to be like, you know, them to be like, da-da, it's debunked. But I don't really think that's happening this time. And then I kind of feel the same way about Up and Vanish, even though there is no mention of like supernatural shit at all. Like there's none about it. But I mean, actually, that's not, that's a lie. There's one mention of supernatural stuff and it's aliens. But you know, that's not what happened there. But the thing about this town is that for the population, way too many people go missing there. Way too many people are going missing in this town. It does not make any sense. But I think like there's just this interesting crossroads between the suffering of indigenous people and black people and often this need to incorporate supernaturality with it. Sometimes to blame it, to blame, you know, all of the hardships and the bad things that's happened. I think sometimes people unknowingly attribute it to that and don't realize that at the same time what they're doing is relieving blame from the true problem, which often tends to be a colonizer settler thing that's going on. But also, I think it has to do with the fact that indigenous people and even black people, whether, you know, black people want to admit it or not, a lot have a lot of hoodoo practices. You know, don't put your purse on the floor. Take your shoes off at the door. All of those things are tied into like some mystical belief. And I'm still trying to figure out how I feel about all of that. And I think I have to finish the season of Up and Vanish. I have to finish the season of True Detective. But I think that's a conversation to have in the future. And I just want to put a pin in it here and revisit this later on sometime but yeah so with that said that was this episode of pov or my therapist um if you're listening on apple podcast and you want to listen to this without my egregious ads that i slap in the middle where it's kind of silent and i you know just do what i gotta do if you want to listen to it without these ads uh you gotta subscribe to pov plus i'm sorry you know i think it's worth it i'm subscribed to myself and i don't listen to my ads so, <laughs> but that being said, um, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being here with me. I do love this podcast a lot and I love you too. And this is me giving you a little kiss on the forehead. Mwah. Okay. I'll see you soon. Bye.